Was it uh are we doing ninety nine point four? Yeah, we just yes. discussed this. Is this ninety nine point four? Yes. All right. Episode ninety nine point four, still protesting of stick and rink podcast, still on Discord, still negatives, fuck that. But we still got the guys. That's the positive of all this. The guys still have not gotten COVID and died. We still have not been in a fucking We are all still alive. How you doing, guys? I think I'm going to have to cut that out. Oh, harder, baby. Yeah, that's kind of bad. Yeah, that's well, actually really bad. Happened. Yeah, but you He's don't smart. also don't joke about that. That's like a too soon thing. That's like if you still wouldn't joke about it. Gotcha. All right, we'll move on then. Ralph, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm going snowboarding tomorrow, so I'm kind of excited. I have dope, to dope, go dude. wax and sharpen my board at some point today, but we'll see if that happens. I might just fucking go with dull edges and no wax in my in my board's pores, but we'll see how it goes. <sighs> Is the snow good up there yet? No, it's. I, I went up last Monday and it sucked. It was. Uh, yeah, it I just was, committed well, to going tomorrow. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> no, 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 no. We're supposed to get seven centimeters. Well, we're supposed to get a combination of nine centimeters snowfall over tonight and tomorrow morning, uh, and then it might be a relatively clear day around noon. So that'll be kind of nice. But last week when we went, it's like there was an okay amount of fresh snow. It was snowing when we got there at nine, but it was like super light and not sticking. And then by noon, it was kind of like raining, and then the rain made the snow like really wet and heavy, and it was just fucking annoying to ride in. I tomahawked a couple right. times. I woke up the next day, and my back hurt. <laughs> but I mean, we're fucking here. I had a, I had a, I had a, a four-roll four tomahawk, which was fun. It's like kept going and kept oh, going and Jesus. kept going. Holy right. shit. Yeah. You going down an icy double block or something? We're here. No, no, no. I was just pinning it down a groomer, and I caught an awkward edge, and I just went. Lovely. my meat down Love the fucking I don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever had more than a two tomahawk roll in my life. I've seen I you like full that... on face plant into the snow, and I thought that was oh, hilarious. Yeah. I feel like I feel like my one tomahawks are just like a big one and like an awkward bend your back in a weird way. But I just I don't have the. I think I feel like it's hard to roll in skis. Do you remember your face plant? Mm. Or at least like the memorable one that I'm thinking of. No, I remember like the. The one where, like, I completely went, I ended up backwards and ended up going head over heels the opposite way. I don't think I remember that one. I went, I tried to do like a, a 180 or I tried to do a 360 without uh, yeah. having ever even tried that. And without just, ever having any rotations. Big, yeah. And landed in a big, thick pile of powder. Hell yeah. The one that, the one that comes to mind immediately for me is the one where you and I went up to Skychair on Cyprus and we went through that, like, like, uh, I think it was like a, black or maybe like a double black or something like that and it was through the trees and at the end it had like this like weird transfer where uh it was kind of like a quarter pipe where it's like you'd go straight down and it just like straightened out basically and then i went in it naturally just fucking killed it snowboarded out <laughs> and then <laughs> you you transfer into it and i think your weight distribution was off and then you fling forward your skis at jack and you just face plant into the snow Okay, that narrows it down a little bit. There's just been many moments where I fling forward, skis eject, and they're gone. <laughs> There's been many of those moments. Uh, Josh, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, boys. I'm really yeah. good. Yeah, just okay. uh, getting getting myself mentally prepared for the mountain tomorrow. Um, Are you confirmed going now? 
Yeah, I already fucking confirmed. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, it's just, you know, sometimes, like, I just remember how I said, like, I give into, like, peer pressure for, like, buying stuff. I think that's the case. Yeah. And I think I just get peer pressured by Bailey. You know, I like when it whenever it comes to just like my day to day life, I feel like there's that peer pressure there. Uh, if it's like talking to a girl, I feel like Jordan peer pressures me or like Raph does. Or if it's like picking the Rams, Elijah peer pressures me. <laughs> you know, Any like of your there, NFL picks? Like, yeah, there's just like certain people that like have an influence over what I do and certain things that I do in my day to day. But Bailey's like this overarching, like just kind of like breathing down your neck, like just like your conscience just being like yeah dude you should do it like that's like in my head I'm, right now i'm kind of i'm i'm a little shell not shell shocked i'm a little floored because uh before this you were saying like dude i don't run on anyone else's schedule man like i do what i want and then all of a sudden like we well, start the episode and like, you've committed yeah i mean i don't want to call the guy and now, out, you're, now you're like, mr peer pressure guy now you're now you're this like i dude, think you've already the, called the guy out where's the stones at dude yeah yeah, I mean, I could text him right now and just be like, you know what, never mind, I'm good. But I feel like that'd be, <laughs> that'd be a pretty dick move. Just to prove yeah. a point for the listeners that, yeah, I am, <laughs> not I am my you own wanna, individual. Not because you don't want to go, but because you need to prove a point. Or it's like, you can end up on yeah, the mountain either way, like, I already committed. tell him no. Yeah, like, I'll probably still go up there. I just can't go there with him. Like, I'll just go up there alone. Like, you're yeah. talking about, like, drive up? No, like just have a day to myself, just without anyone. But I'll just be up on the mountain. Fair, you know. Fair, fair, fair. So like I'm, so like I'm there. If you find me, we'll hang out. But I'm not going up there with you. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. Yo, did I ever, um, did I ever tell you guys yeah. what happened with the last podcast? Because I just opened my notes for this one and I just realized something. What no. happened, Raffle? Because last podcast, I was kind of, I was kind of drunk, and I made like a fuck ton of notes <laughs> for the podcast. Which would like let me edit it super quickly, and I forgot to save every single one of my notes. All right. Oh, I do so remember like, you said something like that. You were like, when you delete your timestamps or your notes or something like that. Every single timestamp was deleted, and I had to re listen to the entire podcast again. Sucked That's out. brutal. I don't like it. That's yeah, a tough life. That's yeah. a tough life we're living Drunk craft is not error free. No, Unlike, not at all. Yeah. Just like yeah. drunk everybody. <laughs> yeah, fuck seriously. I was going to say, though, like, Raph is pretty like cool, calm, and collecting shit normally when he's drunk but like internally though like you know maybe not but on the surface you know he's like i'm good i'm good i'm like good it's, what, what's the phrase is it like a duck is it like a duck's feet underwater du- duck on a pond yeah a duck on a pond that one yeah fucking tighter yeah. than a duck's butthole that kind of thing what okay yeah that's, that's water not tight. that um <laughs> that's water okay tight. so you, is your butthole not watertight when you're in the pool I don't know. I don't. I, well, I, I feel like a, a duck. Do you have like water going like into that. your body through your butthole? Probably a little bit. Do you have butthole I coming think... out into the water in the pool? <laughs> yes, Imagine everyone I... does. Like prolapsing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can see a little bit of water coming in there. Okay. Washing up. Um, so, what do we have first... on today's episode, boys? Oh, I I had PP rule written down because that's like a story that I have. It's kind of a short story, more like a thought or like an uh like a maneuver that I had that just kind of went wrong. Wait, PP roll or PP roll? PP roll. Roll. PP roll. PP toilet roll. So what happened, what happened was I was taking a pee and I was standing up like a man, like a real man. And I, I had this genius idea that I would multitask while I was peeing. And so like, cause we just bought in toilet paper. So I ripped open the toilet paper, slapped on the package on the sink, started peeing. 
and in that process started putting away the toilet paper rolls above the overjohn at the same time. So I was peeing while like while doing something. It was like it was pretty fucking efficient. I thought it was genius. And then like just one unfortunate stroke, like I grabbed one roll and it toppled a couple <laughs> other ones. <laughs> and it fuck like one of the rolls crossed my pee stream. So I like I peed on a whole roll of toilet paper. But I just wondered like if this happened to you guys, what would you do with the roll? Throw it out. Because it's not like it's not like I dropped it in the toilet and it's like drenched in pee, but it's got like like I looked at it, the layer, like it, it's it, it made its way through most of the layers. I would say. Un- unroll it to the layers, no visible pee that is soaked through, and then just put it back on the shelf. <laughs> That's what I thought about doing that, but it was like it was more than it was like three quarters of the way through the roll. So I just thought like yeah, maybe not the best look. Yeah. Just, but like in terms of throwing it out, like I didn't know what to do. So I didn't want to just like go to my garbage can and throw like a whole roll of pee fucking pee pee roll in there because I feel like it would stank the place up. I think yeah. I think if you were to live alone and not live with Megan, then you could definitely get away with unrolling it. But if you ever have like anybody else in your house, then you want to kind of make sure that you put on like a fresh roll or something like that, not to use the pee pee roll. <laughs> yeah. But since you live with Megan, I think you should just like gone to your fucking building's dumpster and just hucked it in there. Yeah, see, that was the move. Is like <laughs> Kobe did outside your bathroom window. Yeah, just fucking huck it. Thrown it next now, to your keys. My decision is going to make no sense, but it made sense in the moment. What I said is like, yeah, I don't want to throw it in the garbage. I don't want to throw it in the garbage can. I don't want to walk downstairs and throw it away. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to unroll a little bit every time into the toilet every time I use it. So I just flush it down slowly. That's so wasteful for water, though. And then I thought, well, I'm not, I wasn't going to stand there and just do it over and over again. It was like every time you go to the bathroom, like, all right, unroll some now. But you're going to forget. And so, oh, no, I put it like on the toilet. So like you always saw it. It was always there. But even still, like it completely defeated the purpose of like not having a pee roll hanging around the house because now there's just a pee pee roll on top of the toilet, just chilling. And Interesting. Okay. To this to this moment, I've rolled through it. It's gone. But Wait, when did this happen? Probably not the best. If you this happened yesterday, this was a yesterday thing. Interesting. I was rolling. I was throwing fat rolls in the toilet with that thing. Yeah, I was gonna say. But just, just, just a shout out to any anyone, especially girls. If if you ever have a toilet paper roll across your stream, probably just get rid of it right away. You don't need to roll it in the toilet slowly. I would suggest just plastic bagging it and huck it in the dumpster, like Raffle said. That was probably a smarter idea. And it's done with. It's out of your way. But yeah. and also, I might just I might just recommend not doing anything while you're peeing. I'm surprised your concern wasn't that you're going to pee all over your toilet seat and then have to clean it. Oh, I, I don't know. Josh, do you, do, you, uh, do you just regularly pee on your toilet seat, though? No. Never. Like, even by accident? Like, a little dribble? No. Well, I always put the toilet seat up. Like, I live okay, with well, the that's dude, pretty but profe- I always put it up. Pretty professional of you. Yeah. I would say, like, reg- <laughs> like not on purpose and not, not like, a, intentionally. I'm not a mutant, dude. Wait. Josh, you said you live with another dude, so that's why you put it up, right? Yeah, but yeah, Elijah yeah. lives. With, Elijah lives with his girlfriend and doesn't even lift it when he fucking. Pees. <laughs> <Yeah>. all, <laughs> all I know is that I'm pretty sure I pee on the seat quite regularly, and it's not intentional. It's not, but the the amount of things that affect your pee stream, there's way too many things involved in it. Like when you get up, when you get up out of bed, I'm sorry, but your dick has been like. It's been moved. Or, it's been in one weird spot for eight hours. Wait, and when you go, when wait, you go Elijah, to, are you peeing right now? Yeah, yeah, you are because I can yeah. hear it. You're, yeah. you're sick peeing. You're <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Who does that? What do, you, what do you mean, dude? 
Elijah, Wait, you did you not wash your I hands mean? properly. Wash your hands legitimately. Come on. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm actually such a water <laughs> Nazi. I love. You, no, I'm washing. I'm currently washing them. What I do is I turn the I turn the tap on. I turn the tap on, I, I dampen my hands, and then I, I turn it off, and I put the soap on my hands, I wash my hands, and then I turn the water back on, see? And then I rinse them. I'm a water Nazi. I'm one of those guys that when I brush my, when I brush my teeth, I turn the water off while I'm brushing it. That, that's an easy one. Everyone should be doing that. If you're not, get the fuck off my podcast. Anyone that's listening, don't listen if you don't do that. Wait, okay, wait. I'm pretty sure on the podcast. <laughs> I want to I I will... compare you and I being water Nazis on this. Because okay. I also like to save water. Yeah, you do your you brush your teeth in the fucking shower. We've like talked about this. So what's more efficient than me brushing my teeth in the shower at the same time as I'm washing myself, or you turning the water tap on and off quickly like that whenever you brush your teeth? I yeah, that's, Elijah, that's, that's I, one I'd point. say Elijah's way. You think that's so? more efficient. Yeah, I would say so. Because like there's more water coming out of a shower head than there is in a tap. But in my head, I the length say. of the length of my shower hasn't changed at all. The length of my shower would stay exactly the same. I would just spend more time in my shower doing fuck all if I wasn't brushing it, my teeth. It, yeah, it it would be close. It would definitely be close. Even, I th- I think I think I would concede that one to you and say, yeah, you probably do save some time there. I was gonna but say I, that. I'm I think just, yours is more efficient. Which which one? The, yours, yours is in, yours in is more sink? yours is more water saving than mine because I'm ultimately using the, a larger larger amount of water regardless. Do you mean like the toothbrush example or the hand wash? The toothbrush example. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty even. I, I don't use a lot of water. Yeah, Josh, you guys are right. There's a lot of water coming out of a shower, but I've, I've done it before. I've done it a couple times, and I just, there's just something about shower water. It just hits different. I don't yeah. know what it is. It just fucking hits different. So, last episode we were, or not last episode, but a couple episodes ago, I remember. I think it was wrap that pose the question um when you guys like do you guys like face away or like or do you face like your shower head like when you're like yeah. in the shower yeah i lied i face forward but when i like rinse my hair i face backward everything else is done forward now that's you're you're a fucking you're god damn it josh you're a fucking <laughs> you're a case dude you're a, you're a weirdo why am i weird Dude, you can't that like You're the you odd can man definitely out in this switch situation directions. right now. Like people people soap their back. I get that. Like you turn away when you soap in a certain side so you don't just like rinse it all off. But the the hair washing, the hair rinsing is one of the few things that should stay true. Yeah. So that's no, why see, you're a fucking No, see I can't. I wash no, my no, hair see, backwards though, with my back yeah. facing the water. But do, do you do like most of your shower facing that way? I yeah I'm almost con- well yeah the, like I face away from the shower head for almost my entire shower and then I wash my hair facing backwards predominantly and then I quickly turn around face forward and I wash my hair facing forward again. Yeah, see I can't I can't wash my hair facing forward and the reason being is I hate the thought of getting shampoo in my eyes. So I refuse to face forward. <laughs> I don't like it. I do not like it. It actually, sound like a little bitch boy to me. I am. No, I will actually <laughs> Like, admit that I, that is probably like getting shit in my eyes actually drives me fucking crazy. Well, I hey, if, if you get, if you get Josh for Secret Santa, if there's one of those, if there's, there's a certain colleague who just doesn't know what to do for Josh, maybe get him some L'Oreal for kids, a little like, <laughs> yeah. no tears one. Get him yeah, one of those I don't you know, you know what it was though is I think that marketing everyone thought it was like tears. I think it was tears, like no more split ends. I don't think it was like it's not gonna burn your eyes, dude. There's chemicals. In oh, there. and I, I got L'Oreal. I got L'Oreal kids in my eyes, and dude, that shit. Yeah, that hurt. shit burns. 
Yeah, that shit burns. So for them to say no more tears, that's either bullshit advertising. But your your just version of it is it you, wrong. You think and it's yeah. no more tears? Like as in like <laughs> I don't split think that's ends. it. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Oh, well, why don't we try it, Elijah? Let's go get some L'Oreal for kids and let's put it in our eyes and see who cries yeah. first. Fuck, It'll dude, most I'm down. Likely dude. be me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's up next year, boys? Uh, I did want to make a side note. I guess before we move on, because I think you guys have the next segment here with the this week I learned. But before we do that, have you guys watched the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell? No, uh, I don't think so. Damn, it's uh, okay. So there's two movies out right now. Number two just came out on Wednesday, and number one I think's been out for a couple of years now. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is like this generation's version of Santa Claus. Like, you know how we know Santa Claus is Tim Allen. Yeah. And that yeah. was like what we kind of grew up on. And I think this is their, their generation's version of Santa Claus. Because like, I've watched both movies now. They're, they're pretty great. I'll, I'll, I love them. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big, like, uh, the, the, the elves in it kind of remind me of minions from uh despicable me. And those things are fucking <laughs> hilarious. So if, if you're a fan of those, you'll like the movie, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say, and that's just weird to think like, because I think for all of our life, whenever someone says Santa Claus, we're always going to think Tim Allen, even when he's old and dead. Yeah. True. Um, well, yeah, yeah. When it comes I mean, to like, like movies, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But Tim Allen, like, I don't know. I've never been really a big Tim Allen guy. Like, when I think of Santa, Ooh. dude, I think of Santa from like the Coca Cola commercials. Like, that's what I think of Santa. I think of like traditional Santa, yeah, that you see in like a book or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. But I, yeah. But yeah. I don't think about like a specific I- like actor or actress as Santa. Yeah, it's funny. I think the only reason I think like that is because the ones in the commercial doesn't really have like personality. Like he's only on there for thirty seconds, so you don't really see what he's about. Whereas right. like Tim Allen, you see like all sides of him. You see the love story. You see like the trials, the tribulations of Tim Allen. You see him yeah, in his just... Santa costume. You see him out of his Santa costume. Yeah, exactly. You see yeah, the like plastic version. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's just kind of strange. Um, yeah. but like to be honest, though, like when it comes to Christmas movies, like I don't know, like am I a big Christmas movie fan? Like I love The Grinch, huge Grinch guy, both the cartoon and uh, the one with Jim Carrey. But like, dude, like I'm sorry, like The Goat is the Polar Express. How do you how do you guys feel about what? all these fucking? Question for you guys. Quick sidebar. Yeah. How do you guys feel about all these like memes and all these videos coming out of parents dressing up as the Grinch and scaring their kids? Because I think they're I fucking it. hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Like yeah. this is like this is like a weird variation of clowning when it happened like what four years yeah. ago in twenty sixteen, <laughs> but just with <laughs> just with parents and the Grinch. <laughs> and like normally, and normally you see it like on Halloween, like kids like getting the scared, like uh, like the shit being. Oh my god, I can't fucking talk. Kids yeah, getting scared from their parents on Halloween. There's a better sentence, Josh. Thanks for coming. Um, <laughs> but uh, now, now it's like now it's Christmas. Like it's like the Grinch is like the most terrifying thing as a kid now. Like it's so fucked. Like yeah, that is, think, that is true. I think kids now like they need to live in fear because the whole thing of like. <laughs> Pulling your stocking from Santa. That shit doesn't work anymore, dude. You actually have to terrify your kids throughout the month of December. Like, after Thanksgiving hits, dude, like, it's open season with, like, the Grinch being, like, underneath your kid's bed. Like, fucking screaming at them. You know? (laughs) 100%. I I do wonder how how that goes afterwards. Like, after he scares the shit out of his kid. (laughs) <laughs> like, do you think they sit down there like Timmy come over here? Like, it's your dad. Fucking relax. No fucking chance, they, dude. 
No like, you think that's it? Like, he just thinks the Grinch is real and he's in his backyard? Yeah, dude. I think, dude. <laughs> so fucked, man. Yeah, but hey, you this know what, This kid though? won't go outside for the next four months. That's life. But that's I think also life. That's your favorite saying. <laughs> but, um, but you know what it is, though, is it's basically the same philosophy as believing in Santa Claus, right? You're, that kid is going to go through school. There's going to be an age where he's in school and he's like, dude, like the Grinch lives in my fucking backyard. Someone's going to be like, what is wrong with you? His like, teacher's going to look at him. Grinch isn't even. Yeah, his his teacher's going to look at him and be like, the news. yeah, he's going to be like, that's life, dude. Yeah, like that's <laughs> He's going to be in French class. He's just going to be like, say la vie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So if you're a sick dad out there that's doing that, dude, at least just talk to your kid after, and you're gonna fucking scar him for the next five years. <laughs> nah, dude. Like I, to me, that's that's open season, man. If your kids are acting like brats before Christmas, like <laughs> I'm sorry, like they're, they're like the Grinch is coming to town. No longer Santa. I, I feel like that um that that example of giving them coal for Christmas. I feel like that would work more nowadays because of that's. I awful. feel like I feel like. Not actually doing it, but like the threat of doing it. Because you were saying that doesn't really do anything nowadays. I feel like it would work more nowadays because kids expect such big presents. Yeah, but you They're know what? Like, like... PS5, fuck you, mom. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the Grinch, huge Grinch guy. Nice. Massive okay. Grinch guy. Uh, um, uh, side note, what, I'm not going to ignore the fact that you what, did the Polar Express bullshit, but we'll move on. Uh, you guys, so we got it this week. I learned. Uh, from both Josh and Raph. Um, Raph, I'll let you go first because yours is quick, and then mine's going to transition us into our next topic. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think I think mine's relatively quick. I don't think it's going to spur any conversation, uh, or at least too much conversation. But this week, I learned that it is not common knowledge anymore for people to know how to play chess. Yes, you know what I mean. How, like, yeah, I, you, I grew. How did you learn that? I so real quick. Like, I grew up, and I like I for whatever reason I was a fucking weird kid. I uh, I had this weird thing where it's like I loved playing chess and checkers. I thought it was super fun. And now it's like obviously Queen's Gambit's on Netflix, so I think a lot of people are kind of going to get back into chess because I've heard like chess sales are through the roof right now. The amount of active like chess players online is substantially going up because of Queen's Gambit. But anyways, um, I was playing a game with my buddy Justin the other day, and uh, like it was like it was like a game where I could see the answers to a bunch of puzzles, and he was in a bunch of scenarios, and I had to explain to him how to navigate the scenarios without seeing them. If that makes sense, so he had to yeah. like describe to me what he saw, and I described to him what I saw, and I had to kind of like we had to come to a conclusion without me actually being there to solve the puzzles. And one of them required him moving chess pieces along a chessboard, and I had to tell him <laughs> I'd have to be like. Justin, you need to move this fucking pawn from C2 to C4 and like all these like specific things. Like I need you to move this bishop from, uh, what was it? It's like C1 to, uh, what would it be? It'd be like E3, right? Like all these things. Yeah. And it's like in his head, like it just would not, like he just didn't understand that. And I had to like remind him like this piece moves like this, this piece move like, moves like this. You know what I mean? Like for whatever <laughs> reason, I guess just, I thought ch playing chess was like common knowledge. I thought everybody would just know it, but I guess not. Josh, do you know how to play chess? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, like, I know, like, obviously, like, what all the pieces do and, and, like, obviously what the objective is. But in terms of, like, pure strategy, like, I've never, like, fully invested myself into the game where, um, like, I'm 
yeah, like I know you don't. Have, you don't have a strategy. You're just you're going a couple moves at a time. Yeah, you're just yeah. trying to win. Yeah, and you're taking yeah. it. Okay. Taking it stride. I would say yeah. that you you have full knowledge of chess. I would say the the second layer of chess is like strategy, and then also knowing the board and like the A B C D E F G, or I think is it G as well or H too. I, don't uh, I think it know. just goes up to H. I think it's A letters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I feel I feel like that's like second layer advanced chess knowledge is like knowing the letters and numbers on the board and shit like that. But yeah, I would say I would say Josh like fully knows how to play chess, and that's that's an eerie time to bring that up because I I just taught Megan how to play chess two weeks ago, and she beat me once. It was fucked. She's a quick learner. She's Queen's Gambit, dude. I'm dating Queen's Gambit. <laughs> She's just holy fucking... shit. What is that? That what is it? The girl's taking in that TV that's show. Kinda... Anyway, she's like taking just like. Is it like an like a ADD medication or something like that? And she's just popping like a five ton of Adderall or something like that right before she goes to bed. And she sees the chess pieces on the ceiling. I haven't watched it. That sounds badass, though. It's I, I watched my mom watching it. It's I don't know. It didn't. I'm really fucking weird with Netflix shows, and I don't like a whole lot of stuff that a lot of normal people like. And that one didn't really strike me as interesting. But she takes some sort of drugs that let her see Damn. things, and apparently it's like the secret to playing chess. PEDs, maybe PEDs, Quaaludes. I think. I think Adderall <laughs> for fucking chess is considered PEDs. Like I think that's one hundred and drugs. Yeah, I think that's the. I think that's the steroids of chess. Dude, you know what I found I out? The, what's that? I found out a lot of people who professionally play video games take Adderall. Yeah, it's crazy. It's right? like to, I, to I enhance their focus, that. and I was just like, I never considered that, but I was like, it makes sense. Yeah. Do we all do we all agree that taking Adderall regularly is kind of fucked? A little bit, yeah. But I kind of think I have ADHD, so yeah. I might need to start doing it. Yeah. What what was the what was the basis of that actual like medication? Like who actually gets like prescribed that? What? People with ADHD. People it's, with ADHD. It's to help you focus. Yeah. Like it may like right. fucking really zeros in your focus. So, like, so I know you... what I'm getting Jordan for Christmas then is what you're saying. <laughs> stock and yeah. Get, get yeah. some Adderall in there. Costco pharmacy. <laughs> Jordan kind of shakes thing, it. He's like, oh candy. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie's candy. Oopsie's candy. Yeah. <laughs> You just fucking like, beam in. Oh, <laughs> For fuck's sakes. I have I have been interested in dabbling in that. Like one, just one. It's one of those things I'll, I I do want to try once just to see like how if it's like limitless where I'll just be like powering kind of, through tasks like no one else's business. But I think you're just gonna like you're just gonna want to focus like super hard and just like read everything and learn yeah. everything and just know all the knowledge. Because I feel like if you don't have ADD, that's what it's gonna do. But I feel like if you have ADD and you take it, then you just feel normal or what people expect normal to feel like or what yeah. you expect normal to feel like, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Josh, you had it this week. I learned as well. Sorry. You had, you had a, you had a, this week I learned as well. Do you hear me now? Oh <laughs> yeah. I can, I can hear you now. Sorry. All right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, take your um, eyes off the fucking yeah, bears. So this game week I learned. Podcasting. I know, dude. I'm watching the Bears get fucking forty-one ten, dude. Stop watching. <laughs> and we're not even in the fourth quarter. Didn't somebody else get absolutely uh, slapped? Oh yeah, uh, today, like forty, forty yeah. to like seven or something like that, or forty to six. Wasn't yeah. it the Falcons? It was the yeah, Falcons yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Raiders. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, anyway, and Vegas got smoked today I, too, didn't they? The Vikings. That, that, that's no. 
my God. Raph, I understand we're sports <laughs> podcast, but you're not sports about that. You're That's just fair. like, you're just part I of like the podcast. The, I like that a lot better than just me and Josh talking sports. So I think Raph should just randomly interject. Like, yeah, those <laughs> fucking Vikings, dude. You sick. got it. You got it, buddy. <laughs> the, the Las Vegas Vikings. Yeah, Vikings are in the desert. Don't worry about it. Uh, I, know, I, just okay, saw, anyway. I just saw LV and I was like, oh, okay. And then they were playing the... Oh, Who? not the, Car- not the Cardinals. I don't know. There's a team. It was the is the other the Falcons. The Falcons were playing the something or others. Okay. Shut the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I love when does that. <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually getting pissed by pants. I'm actually tired. <laughs> All right, Josh, what, what did you learn? Already done this. What okay, the fuck learned, did you learn? I learned this week, and it was kind of a carryover from last week. I'm actually bad at fantasy football. I'm actually so bad at this. <laughs> like, it actually spins me out to a point where I don't even want to pick anymore. Like, I so think. What like, are you bad at? Like, you're bad at picks or at, at the I'm roster? Just, I'm just bad at picks, dude. I'm bad at picks. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, sorry. I should say I'm bad at the pick and league. I'm not in, uh, I'm not in a fantasy roster um, this year because that really pissed me off last year. So I'm good. Um, but yeah, I just like some of these picks that I made today, like, I don't know. I just, I hate it. It just drove me fucking crazy. Like teams that should not have won one and teams yeah. that I picked, like, I don't know. Ugh. I'm just, I'm over it, dude. I'm over it. Week 11, I got two games correctly. <laughs> yeah, that <was> week 10. Josh, Josh, I think, what was your record? What's the official record for that? I think you were like 2 so, and 13 one, or something two, like that. One, two, or like 2 and four, 12. Five, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So of the 14 games that were played, I picked two of them correctly. <laughs> she was twelve. Holy, holy! Like it just, be Josh. yeah. And you know what? I went with, and, and you know what? I went with a bunch of upsets that week, and like it just, it didn't, it just didn't pan out. Um. So anyway, I the like this year, like I need to win a week, dude. But I just, I don't know what to do because. I went with all the favorites this week, dude. I went with the Texans over the Lions, so they covered. I went with the Cowboys over the R-Words. They got fucking bombed on Thursday, 41 to 16. Yeah, that one. I went with with the Raiders over the Falcons, (laughs) and they got absolutely, like, they got fucking fed 43 to 6. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, that was was rough. I picked the Bills over the Chargers. I think that's they covered. That was fine. I the Giants they beat the Bengals, but they didn't fucking cover, and it's just a garbage game. So I hate that. I don't know why the spread is five and a half. So stupid. Um, Titans beat the Colts. Got that one. Like fucking Vikings, dude. Like I just, I just again garbage game. Panthers and Vikings, shit game. The Patriots, like fuck you, Belichick. You're an asshole. Little backdoor Cardinals cover, cover. Thank you very much. Backdoor cover, yeah. Fuck you, Elijah. The Dolphins cover. Thanks. Love that. Uh, Browns again. 
should have smoked the Jags, but here we are. I don't know why they're favored by six and a half. Like I'm just over it. I'm just I'm just over it for this year. So um, yeah. So we need to go over a couple of things here. First of all, this week, what are you mad about? Other than like, I get that you got a few wrong so far, but you're in second place, dude. Yeah, I I know, but it's basically the percentage. Josh is in second place. Yeah, it's, he's got he's got seven right up. How bad? How bad is everybody else doing? That Josh well, managed it's, to it's land a, a two to a twelve week. a week and is still in second place. It's, it's two tight. week to week thing. I would okay. say on average you need about you probably need about nine. You need definitely need eight. Sometimes need nine wins to win the win the week. Okay. And sometimes it's been higher. It's been ten. But yeah, Josh, yeah, Josh has been notorious for being a little bit low down there. But this so week, like, like this week, you're gonna be at seven. I'm at eight right now. Yeah. So right now, my like for the year. Of the 160 games that have been played, Jordan actually has the best record. He's 90 and 70. Then it goes to our buddy Michael, who's 85 and 75. Then it goes to our buddy Max, who's 84 and 76. Then it goes to Bailey, who's 83 and 77. Then it goes to Elijah for 82 and 78. And then thanks for coming, 82, 78. He didn't even make a pick this week, so... He's technically got a better record than I do. He's got bigger uh, and better and things it, going on. And then it goes to me. I'm 79 and 81. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm fuming. Anyway. <laughs> so, so I just, I a just little, a little of, so I think, I think what you fall victim to is you fall victim to very big recency bias, Josh. Like the whole, let's go through a couple here. So the, the whole Vikings thing. So I guess, no, the Vikings bad example because they lost the week before. Cardinals maybe a good example. The 49ers, yeah. the 49ers might I know I picked the Rams as well we all did. But like you got you got to not look at the week to week thing. Like you shouldn't say to yourself, "Oh man, like the Rams are rolling right now. They're going to be so good." Cuz it's football's such a weird thing like you I don't I don't know how to put it really, but there there's tons of games out there each week where and when you when you make your picks, I feel like the way I do it, I make I make all my picks like Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, something like that. And then by Saturday, I go through and I change like like six of them. I swear, because you got you have to sprinkle in a couple upsets here, and there were a couple of weird ones, right? Yeah, totally. But that's what I did last week, and I got went two of fourteen. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a bad experience. That was a bad time. So, so then this week, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go with the teams that I truly believe like are gonna win, you know. And I guess to to be honest, like. The only one that was pretty much one that no one else picked except for you was the Tampa Bay game, and they covered. But that was the only one. Um, yeah. So I just it, it's tough picking with the spreads, dude. But I I, I would uh yeah, it's not always going to get it right. But you definitely got to take more chances, I would say, because especially in a pick'em league where everyone's just going to do the same shit. Like yeah, like you saw yeah. how much consensus there was. Like everyone's picking the same games. You got to sprinkle in a couple of wacky ones in there. Not so much like the two and twelve game where you pick like you pick all wacky ones, maybe yeah. once in a while, but you always gotta have a couple weird ones. Listen to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast, your one-stop shop for Islanders news, analysis, and opinions, featuring the biggest personalities in sports podcasting, TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. That's right, TJ. If you want your opinions viewed through orange and blue colored glasses from an Islander Bobo and charter member of the Inlui Trust Crowd, you'll love the measured commentary from TJ. On the other hand, if you want the unvarnished truth of a hockey purist, a genius, a legend, and an all-around great guy, the grumpy old man's insane ramblings will be just what you need to survive each and every week. An all-around great guy? 
Well, we also have weekly installments of Stump the Grump, an absolute fan favorite. Make sure to participate in our live streams and listen every Monday and Thursday to the bi-weekly podcast. You can find the Islanders Never Say Die podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Yeah, uh, I did want to talk a bit of football today. There was some, there was some interesting stuff going on in the league. Um, fucking Tyree Kill went off for over 200 yards in one quarter. That was nasty to watch. Yeah, that was crazy. Especially that you and I nuts. having the Bucks. Like, did, were you watching that game, saying to yourself, "Like, what the fuck was I thinking?" Like, really, dude. I was. I watched like the first half, and I'm like, Josh, you're like, you're done. Like, I'm gonna delete Yahoo Fantasy. Like, I think if Tampa Bay <laughs> actually lost today by like a lot, I probably would have stopped picking. I think You've already Tom put Brady, the money in, though. You got to try and get a hundred bucks back, dude. Uh, I know, I know. So, um, yeah, I mean. At, like in the first in the first half, I actually stopped watching. Like I can't do. It. I'm like I'm gonna get yeah. like I'm gonna get worked up. Tyree Kill is single coverage, bump coverage off the line of scrimmage, no less. Like it's not even like you're playing him in the zone. Like you're literally playing a man to man, and you're you start yeah. running backwards. Like he's gonna burn your ass every single time. He's a bad man. There's a reason why his Instagram is called Cheetah. Because he's the fastest fucking guy in the league, and yet Tampa Bay defense. What do they do? Single coverage. That's it. That's all they do. Like, no reason for it. Anyway, I digress. Elijah, what do you have on the game? Ah, uh, well, yeah, same thing. I mean, this is the beauty of this is the beauty of betting any game and having the underdog is that the fucking spread is usually alive. Like, even in this Bears game right now, they're down. They're down a solid thirty-one points. But I mean, <laughs> throw the throw the eight and a half in there, and all of a sudden they're down what? They're down twenty-three points. That's a okay. lot, though. That's still that's, a lot. That, that's a ton that's of like points a, for Mitch Trubisky. That's probably impossible. That's a three-possession game right there with 12, <laughs> yeah. 12 minutes. Yeah, that, that's tough. That's a tough look. Uh, he's airing it out right now, and it's overthrown. Yeah, so. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, but I hey, anytime, anytime there's a big spread like that Tampa Bay game, I mean, it was three and a half the whole time, and you know Brady, uh, you don't know Brady's a garbage, garbage time QB, but I kind of thought to myself, like, I don't think Brady's going to, with the receivers he has right now, they're not playing terribly, the receivers. So I kind of no. just thought maybe, you know, you just never give up on the game. You never, yeah, you never give up. Have a good attitude, Josh. True. It's all okay. going to turn out. The other note I had down was the fucking Denver quarterback, dude. Kendall Hinton. Did you watch any of the Denver oh, game? Oh, God. No, dude. So it for was any, squirrels any of, after the first two quarters, and I'm like, I'm good, dude. I'm good. For, for all the listeners out there, some of you might be football fans. Some of you might not even be sports fans. But what happened to the, the the Broncos this week was truly unique. Like, you have <laughs> going into fucking Friday, I think it was. I think they found out on Thursday or Friday. I'm pretty sure it was Friday. They go in and they find out that all four of their quarterbacks on their roster all are out of the game because of COVID reasons. Not because one of them tested positive and all three of the other ones had been compromised at one point without a mask on. So they were all scratched from the game, every single quarterback on the roster. So they had to plug in a guy. <laughs> who is on their practice squad as a receiver and once played quarterback at like, I, I it's not a Div 2 school, but like at a pretty not good football school and he couldn't even play quarterback there. He had to convert to a receiver. So like <laughs> this guy is not a quarterback and they had to put him in at quarterback. And That's so his, his fucking stat line, this Kendall Hinton, and I, I'm, I'm not shitting on the guy. I would do 10 times worse than he did. I'm I'm half the athlete that this guy is. I think and, I would die. Like you get hit. Yeah, like true. You get hit yeah, by like this a guy. And you're done. Not shitting on who this guy is, but rather the situation that he found himself in. He went one of nine, one completion over nine attempts for 13 <laughs> yards and two interceptions. Now, 
that's just that's gotta be so bad like you probably gotta try and have a good attitude about what's going on but at the same time like what the fuck can you do man yeah that's just harsh they don't even have him listed on the passing like under the score app where it says top performers for passing no one else threw a pass they still don't have him listed because they just don't (laughs) they don't want to do that to the guy no and they don't want to do the admin work of like typing his name into the system and actually, like, adding them to the score sheet. So it's like he never was even there today. I'm pretty sure he had a quarterback rating of zero today. Because, like, he had two <laughs> interceptions and only one completion. So, like, effectively, he probably just shouldn't have been there. Which yeah. is, like, a, a really tough thing to say. But yeah. once again, he's better than all of us. But at the same time, like, that's fucking tough. That is that is the equivalent of saying saying to fucking Josh Gertz, and, hey, man, the Canucks, like, everyone got COVID. You got to suit up. And he's like, I can't stop. And they're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> But you're the only one. <laughs> but like you're the goalie, so like just do your best. Yeah. yeah. And we also forgot your jock back home, so you can't. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to play anyway, though. It's a game. We got to keep going. <laughs> it's like congrats. You're starting on the line with PD. Just feed him the puck whenever you can. <laughs> yeah. This guy's fucking yelling always, at you every time. I've always wondered, like, how, like, if you made a rule for the NHL. Where you're like, okay, once a year, you can run the competition on any home game, but you get to pick, and they have to pick someone. They have to pick someone out of the crowd to suit up for their game, and they're actually in the starting lineup. And you have to play them for at least, like, five minutes. That'd be so sick. Like, do you imagine? Do you imagine winning that? He should should have to be, like, the, the left guard or something like that. Yeah, for like minimum of ten plays or something like that. The first ten <laughs> plays of the game, he has to be left guard. That sounds electric. He gets to he gets to be the the holder on a kickoff. <laughs> oh, He's gonna cool. hold, no one even holds the ball though. Okay, can we can we talk about okay? And I'm going to be very careful with how I word this. Um, can we talk about the Vanderbilt kicker, the female I one? Mean, totally. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. I. We can talk about it. Just don't say anything stupid, Josh. <laughs> I, I'm not. Shout I'm not out gonna, women everywhere. I'm not going to say anything stupid. First and foremost, I thought it was. I thought it was very cool. I thought it obviously needs to be done. I think what she symbolizes is something that we do need in our society. What I will critique, and I would, I will critique this with anyone, whether they're a guy, a girl, whoever doesn't matter if you kick like that like that the squib the squib baby but dude it wasn't a squib everyone's saying (laughs) it was a squib it was not a squib kick dude it was just a bad kick everyone's all up in arms about it and i'm like they're like it was planned it was planned i'm like dude i'm like this is where we need to stop like babying people in our society like yeah, okay I, I see where you're coming from you I know because cannot, like do you think you need to confirm do you think you need Sorry? to accept it for what it is just be like it's a shitty kick it happened let's move on yeah i think i think that's the biggest thing that like it like people like this this is how i've been looking at social media with this so i'm gonna try and tread as carefully as i possibly can there are comments and they're decently funny critiquing the kick and instantly the comment the comments below aren't even geared towards what the original comment was so like someone's like dude like that kick was shit 
it instantly has like 3,000 likes. And now this dude, because it's a guy, is saying, like, he's being called, like, sexist. And I'm like, why? I'm like, he didn't say anything about the female. He critiqued the kick. And again, like I said, good for her. If she can make that happen, that's fucking sweet. Because you know what? I bet that's really fucking hard. And I can't relate to it. But it's cool. However, if you're doing a shitty job, like if she did that in a female football game or if like anyone, like it, it doesn't matter. Like if an athlete makes a mistake like they did, expect to be critiqued. That's my biggest thing. And yeah, they that, got that work. Is, it was like forty-eight to nothing. Like yeah, Vander, got, Vanderbilt's they, ba- Vanderbilt's a bad team this year. I think they, I think they're winless, yeah. right? I think yeah. they're like zero and eight. But zero yeah, and eight, like like you said, a very momentous occasion for sports. Totally. There, and, and, and hey, if she inspires only one girl in the world to go and do something, yeah, that's that's pretty big. I, I I'm, yeah. I'm jealous that I wish I could do that. Yeah. I I th- I think that, and I, I actually will admit this. I do not understand college football. They do so many different things in college football, like yeah. schematic wise. That I maybe that was fucking planned, dude. They do some weird shit in college. True. Football. True. Like, but I think I can't. When... That's why I. That, that's the only reason I haven't critiqued the kick very much is because I I do kind of like part of me feels like maybe it was intentional. Yeah, because like, like even even in the interviews they didn't ask her like hey what happened on the kick by the way like well, they didn't yeah, do well, that, like have a fun, they didn't imagine, even have fun with it like could you imagine being the reporter be like yeah you can't shank that kick up there what <laughs> like hey very very groundbreaking day like you did great you broke down a lot of barriers but what the fuck happened with your foot yeah <laughs> so yeah that'd I be a ballsy for, move as a reporter but I guess for me though like why. Like, and, and now I'm going to come into, into her defense a little bit. Like, why didn't she start the entire game? Like, why, yeah, wouldn't, you let her kick, like, why wouldn't you let her kick a field goal? You know, no like, usually, normally, you're, nor, normally your punter is a little bit different. Like, they're, it's just a different style of kicking. But, yeah. like, this girl was, I'm pretty sure she's, like, D1 soccer player at Vanderbilt. Is she not? I have, I have no idea. I don't know her story very well. Ah, I, I'm pretty sure she is, which, again, super talented, not easy to do. She could probably work me on the soccer field, and she could definitely keep the football way better than I can. Probably work you on the ice rink, too, dude. There's an overall better athlete than all three of us combined. But all I'm saying, though, is people need to stop fucking getting, like, people's words twisted up when (laughs) it's big. people are critiquing the kick and not her. Like, if if Mason Crosby did that today, like, right now with this score, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? That, yeah, there's right. there's a couple of dynamics to it though that that it makes it the reason the the way it is is because there's fir- first of all there is the side of humanity that like for some for some reason there's people out there that literally comment like fuck this lady and like actually come out her with hate which that, totally. there's people like that for everyone totally everyone. That, yeah. that's like part for the for course sure. on anything viral there will always be haters we know yeah, that I agree the word hater has been like a part of our fucking verbiage forever now yeah. for that reason so there's there's that there's haters and then. So the other side of it is that people people race to start using big words like that. I agree. I I think it's pretty ridiculous the fact that we actually throw around the word like sexist, homophobic, racist as often as we do, especially online. Like that's just a heavy word to label someone with. It's big time. Even yeah. if someone does something that's actually kind of like offensive or violating. I don't know. That's just a big word to label yeah. someone with. It almost feels like a criminal record of of kind of of like the online world. But yeah. I, I feel like that's like the spit and chicklets example kind of hammered it home for me when when PD went on there and, and he got ripped and started calling all these things as well. Like that just kind of like sealed the deal for me that 
any kind of news story that happens, if you do not have the take that you're supposed to have in someone else's view, then that's what they're going to, that's the brush they're going to paint you with. Yeah. And then you're ostracized for that, which I don't, exactly. which I don't think is fair. And I think, I don't in think this, so and I think in this specific scenario, if you're being like, if you're literally being like, she shouldn't be out there because she's a female, she's going to get like hurt or something. It's like, okay, let's pump the brakes there. Like she willingly knows the risk of going yeah. out there as do all the other guys on the field. They know it's a dangerous game. Um, but for someone to say like, it's a shitty kick and then being called a sexist, it's like, dude, we would say that regardless if anyone did it guy or girl, like it was a bad kick. Like the score, when she did that kick, the score did not permit for a squib. There was no need for it. That's why I think it was fake. Or yeah. not fake. That's why I, I would love bad. to I would love to understand college football a bit more and actually understand why people do anything like that, even the fucking Wildcat offense or something like that. I love the Wildcats. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you're a fucking shitty kitty, dude. That's what you are. <laughs> yes. You're fucking Got a little dust in in the in the urn over there. I miss yeah. dusty, dude. It's been a while since. I've been <laughs> dude, you stay away. I'm actually no, I'm gonna let you back in my house, too. <laughs> bro. If you lock me out of your house, dude, I'll be at your window reaching in and Gronk spiking dusty outside. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll Chris Angel disappear in the cloud of smoke after. See ya. You're actually so <laughs> ninja <laughs> dust. <laughs> Just throws it on the floor. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, bro. One day, one day when yeah. when. When COVID restrictions loosen up a bit, we'll do like a water balloon toss as a group of friends. But I'll pair someone with Josh. And just if we get Josh, if we get one hundred thousand followers, we will ninja dust Dusty. Yeah, no. you heard Come it here on, first. Dude. Episode ninety nine point four. Elijah, podcast. Elijah, <laughs> I don't think you're really in the spot to be doing bets and shit. That's actually hey, true. I want my hundred dollars back. It's not, a, it's not a bet. It's an agreement. Don't worry. Episode ninety nine point four Stick a, Rick podcast. Raps still hasn't received his hundred dollars. <laughs> you heard it first, here, folks. Cut out. might cut out. It must. I'll have go been double check it in post. The, I'll go make sure it's there. Don't worry. Must have been a sign from the higher ups in there somewhere. All um, right, let's move on. Too. <laughs> we talking about fucking romaine lettuce getting charred up in the F one car? <laughs> okay. Jesus. Like, dude, you got I'm what a fucking crash. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to lead us in because I was actually like, fuck, I finally get to talk about F1 on the pod. And I should Did say you gasp like, when it happened? Dude, I, okay, so let's just set it up. So it's the Bahrain like Grand a- Prix. <gasps> Go on. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Like, Bahrain Grand Prix, start is fine. And like, normally most crashes in a race happen at like the first corner because everyone fucking guns it off the line. They're all in close proximity. There's 20 fucking cars there. And everyone's trying to get the right line. So it happened on turn three. So turn three of lap one, turn three of lap one. Like we were 40 seconds into the race and fucking, you know how, like if you have, I know you guys don't watch F1 rap, you would probably know a little bit more than Elijah, but like, if there's like a long straight, there's a camera at the end of the straight that like shows like the, the cars coming like towards you. Yeah. So it's at that camera angle. Like that was the angle that they were taking. Yeah. And everything looks fine. I'm seeing some cars kind of go off like into because like Bahrain, like it's pretty much in like the desert, like they're surrounded by like sand. So some cars are actually starting to like just veer off and like kind of go off the track and almost like hit sand, which is fine. And then all of a sudden, like you just see Grosjean's car just veer off and then it's just like a fucking flame. Like now, it's literally like a giant fireball. 
Josh, because yeah. from from the angle of the camera, his car obviously veered left. There was another yeah. car that veered right, and then there was one car that kept going forward along the straight with sparks coming out its tires. Do you remember who those all were? Okay, do you so what happened because the angle yeah, that yeah. I saw it was just like the front facing camera where you could just see his car veer left, hit the yeah. wall, and burst into flames. Yeah, so it was weird. So what they did is he hit uh, Grosjean hit one of the other um, another car. Uh, I think it was Danny Kvyat's car, and there was a little bit of a gap. Like they were kind of like Grosjean was a little bit ahead of him. And then there was like a decently sized gap between like Kvyat and then the guy in front of him. So like Grosjean, I think was trying to like take that line, but it was like a yeah. harsh, like he almost harsh did like take. a sharp, like a sharp right turn technically yeah. to like cut off Kvyat. And he clipped, uh, he clipped Kvyat's front wing. Yeah. And he went off the track and then he literally just hit, hit this metal barrier and like that was and that was pretty much and then that was pretty much it so um dude it was sketchy man like i like i thought like the guy was dead like they did like the helicopter view like right away yeah and you could see like the back end of his car was like cut off like right where the cockpit is like it was like it was literally in half yeah and i'm like he's dead like he literally like there's no way he can survive that I think the and, one thing a lot of people have to understand too, it's like how fast those cars are actually driving because TV doesn't do it justice. Dude, and those how cars much are those... going. Yeah. S- sorry, go sorry, on. continue. Well, I was like, say... those cars, sorry, <laughs> fucking cars. Those cars are going probably at that at that rate. Like they were fresh out of the corner. They were probably going around like 220, 230 kilometers an hour. Yeah. And the thing you have oh, to understand turn? also, dude, they're going oh, fast. Yeah. Dude, the way, the the way top, that, I thought uh, in this, I thought in like the straightaway they're going pretty fast. But wasn't that no, like they're going like three hundred plus, aren't they? Or was so that, that like a fucking at least L shaped turn? Yeah, but like when you come, up, like dude, you have to remember, like oh those turns, like they're still going like one seventy. Yeah, and Elijah, the thing about F one brakes too is that they're heat activated, so the car actually has to be driving quick enough, and the brakes have to warm up for them to efficiently stop to like actually function. Yeah, yeah. But the the other so thing you that can't, you can't drive like a bitch. No, 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 no. Um, no, definitely not. The other thing I was going to say, too, it's like I think with the technology that they use for accidents, like the vehicles compress a decent amount. So it can actually be pretty dangerous in hopes of actually preventing injury. Right. Yeah, for sure. So that's kind of the other part of it. So, well, the, and they, then I was also going to say, like, the, 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 the most fortunate thing about this whole incident was that the safety car was like right there. Yeah, so like the in the camera shot starts it's right on the there. opening lap. Like yeah. it, they, they do the opening lap. They start at the back basically waiting for a crash because like this is like the first lap of a race is pretty much when the cars are at their most congested because like everyone like they're all within like like they're all there like no one's like pulling away no one's like actually like did like multiple laps and everything like that like no one's like it's just a bunch of like multiple lead changes kind of in the middle of the pack so but the one thing i will say in terms of like the safety of f1 cars like the fact that this guy survived and to kind of put this into perspective, so again, probably none of our people listening are F1 fans. And if you are, then you know about the Halo, which is basically kind of like a, I don't know what it's made of. I don't know if it's carbon fiber, but it's kind of like a carbon fiber ring that goes around the cockpit that essentially protects the driver's head. So it's like, it's not like right around their head. Like it's, it's like, it doesn't really affect their sight line at all. Um, but they were saying like, 
if this the Halo came out in like I don't know five years ago, I would say in Tef One, it's relatively new. It's a newer technology. Before they didn't have anything, but they were saying like if the Halo wasn't there, and the way that Grosjean like he literally hit like a metal wall, like legit hit a metal wall head on. Like if the Halo wasn't there, like his head is like it's gone, like it is decapitated, like he is dead. Um, so it, it was crazy. And to think like you see, you see the full video of how long it takes for them to pull this guy out of a burning car, like just fucking high octane fuel. Like it's like six seconds, dude. Like you're literally like burning for six, six seconds. Like that is crazy to me. So anyway, yeah, it was, it was nuts. nuts. It was nuts. So, do you want to hear, do you want to hear a fact about the halo? Yeah. It's strong enough to support the weight of two African elephants and sturdy enough to deflect a large full suitcase at a speed of 225 kilometers per hour. Yeah. Isn't that fucking nuts? That's nuts. Um, a question from a regular old fr- or average Joe like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, what was a Why'd the car like blow up? So, like, the thing like, is... I feel like there's like, crashes all the time. Why did that one blow up? So, Probably fuel leakage. What one part that could be fuel leakage? Like when cars crash, like a lot of the times, like what happens to a car when when it crashes? Like you know, like the back wing might come off, the front wing will come off, the the suspension, like you hit a wall, just kind of like on the side, your wheel and like your like your one axle is just like gone, like it's fine, like it doesn't blow up, like. But the fact that this guy like literally went like head on, and this metal barrier essentially like cut his car like into two. Uh, all that stuff leaks out, right? So, like, people yeah. forget. And then one like, little spark. Yeah, like, F1 cars, like, people forget. Like, these things are bombs on wheels, man. Like, it's a dangerous fucking sport. So this kind of leads me into my next question for you guys. Well, hold on, wait, real curious. quick, before we grab, yeah. gravitate too far away from this, Elijah, also think about, like, any kind of car crash in an intersection that's, like, somewhat severe. Like, you, they recommend that you get out of your car, A, obviously, to get away from everything, but B, it's, like, you could have fuel leaking out of your car and there could be something that could just ignite it at some point where there's just like the smallest yeah. spark and then next day you know, everything catches into flames. I'm right. guessing the way I'm thinking about it is that like it seemed like almost immediately on impact. It like combusted. Yeah. 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 Right. Fuel, sure. fuel, fuel probably leaked. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And then spark I mean, one little spark, one spark. I mean, yeah. I think the other thing, I think the other thing is as well, is like it's not like when F1 crashes happen, like, it's not every day that a car like just cuts in half, like right behind like the driver's head. Cause yeah. that's essentially where it was cut off. And think about how fast it was going once again, right around that turn. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, high impact crashes have happened and the car, like Elijah said, is not blown up, but like they've yeah. rolled and yet they don't like, they don't come apart, but like cars are like, like they're kind of, they're not necessarily built to roll, but they're built to withstand a roll pretty much. But yeah, not yeah, the way, like, the, yeah, the but way not the, like fucking head-on collisions. Like they'll fucking they'll blow up. Like oh yeah, like it's crazy. Um, my next question for you guys though about this is, like, in terms of, like, I'll have a take here. After this, like, would you guys not agree that F one, in terms of like just pure dangerousness of like any sport. Is F1 not like the most, or like NASCAR, like racing? Like, is that not the most like dangerous sport out there? Uh, I suppose, yeah. I, 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 like, would, oh, I would just say, I have, I have one that I might compare that to. Okay. The fucking cheese race down the bottom, down that English hill where they always chase the cheese wheel seems pretty fucking nuts. Cool concept, not dangerous. Uh, well, dangerous, but not as dangerous. Um, 
isn't the most dangerous rate well like race also a racing sport isn't it the one where they fucking race those power speedboats Oh, those because, are nuts too. Dude. Because something can, like, the smallest thing can set it off. Like, I think over, like, with F1 cars, you have a lot more control. Where it's, mm. like, with those boats, like, you have a lot of unpredictability. Like, current, uh, just, like, any any breaks in the water, anything like that, right? Yeah. Well, I guess I guess my question is more so geared towards, like, anything with an engine. Like, is that not considered, like, the most dangerous sport? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, over. Like, I would say, like anything like you know hockey football like none of that shit compares like people don't people don't die from playing the game now again not like anyone yeah. died today but like there's no like fiery crash like you know if there is a guy that's like gets a concussion or anything like that like you know you see that in football but you know it's it's not like true i wouldn't say it's like necessarily like truly like life-threatening as like a car crash would be it Yo, up there with yeah, one of the most painful sports. What about belly flop contests? Oh, dude, yeah. those fucking is it Norwegians that have that competition? I think so. They, oh, you, you'd think that'd be an American sport. <laughs> they just jump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just they yard sail themselves <laughs> off at the top of that. Just yoss themselves off the board and just hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, I had a question, and actually for Raf, anyone that watches F one races, really any kind of race, the thing that I've never understood about watching the race is other than like the first lap, maybe the first two laps and like the last mm-hmm. two or five laps, like when do you take your breaks? Like your bathroom break, your fucking snack break, stuff like that. I mean, you don't really, I mean, you can, well, how long yeah. is the race? Uh, it, I guess it depends on the track and like the length of the track and how many, I just always thought do. to myself, I'm like, man, if I watch a race, that's let's say like 150 laps or 200 laps or something like that, whatever it is. Yeah. hundreds of laps the fucking nascar ones yeah nascar is like, painful that's why i can't do nascar like when the fuck would i if i if i decide to take a pee break on lap 261 and then i come back and all the shit happened in 261 i'm gonna be so mad yeah it's like true i just i just watched 200 laps of like fucking turn left only to find out that i missed i missed the big crash or i missed the big lead change yeah so I'm, yeah. i guess i just yeah, i need to know like when you go back when you go to the bathroom when you go yeah i mean yeah, I mean, for me, like, I mean, F1 races tend to be anywhere between, like, depending on the length. Like, if it's, like, a lengthy track, like, they would do, like, 50 laps. If it's, like, a short one, they would do, like, 70. Like, it's actually just based on, like, like total time of a race, yeah. which I think yeah. they race for, like, two hours. But you're right. NASCAR, Jesus Christ. Like, I just, I can't Yeah, four-hour races going yeah. on. That's nuts. Yeah. No, yeah, thanks. Isn't that Daytona 500? Isn't that 500 laps? Yeah, it's 500 miles. I think, or 500 laps, maybe. Elijah, you just somehow have to orient your TV and like a series of mirrors so you can sit down on your toilet or stand facing your toilet. We don't judge and look into the mirror and just see the reflection of the TV. Yeah, just have like a whole system of mirrors just for the Daytona 500. 100%. Yeah, you don't want to miss anything. Like, what about the dude? Even worse off, like, I get nervous when I'm at a (laughs) hockey game and I decide to like when to go to the bathroom. What if you're at the Daytona 500? When do you go get beer and popcorn? Like, that's so fucked. I just would never know when to go. Yeah, yeah the seas of people. So junked. Yeah, it's junked. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Josh, you want to talk Batch real quick? You want to update me on Let's, the Batch world? Do we want to do Batch or do we... We're, we're at an hour right now. Okay. Okay. So we could, say, we could save Batch until Tuesday because... Oh, that'll actually work out nice because that's in the next episode of the Batch. Oh, man. 
give some takes and shit. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Oh, well, do you do you watch it on Tuesdays? Because I watch it on Thursdays, actually. I think I watch it on Wednesdays when it comes on City. Okay, great. Um, yeah, let's talk about it on Tuesday, so we won't All know right. what's actually going to happen. So make give sure you don't spicy do any takes then. Yeah, we'll get some takes, and then we'll see how correct we are when we record episode ninety nine point six. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm not, Riley's gone on Tuesday. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Riley's out. See you, Riley. You're yeah. gone. All right. Let's talk about this whole monolith thing. Now, you guys know what this is about. I haven't really read into it, but so what is this fucking thing? Like a metal thing in Utah that got stolen and was randomly found? No, well, so it wasn't stolen. It was... Well, I, I, like, what's the exact location? The Utah desert or something? Yeah, I'm trying to research it right now because we actually didn't look up the exact so, location when it was So basically, happening. yeah. So basically, it looks like I guess it's like a very uh, like it's like a tourist attraction kind of place where a lot of people obviously go. They hike. It kind of gives off like a Grand Canyon vibe where this thing was set up, and it just one yeah. day randomly appeared in this spot where it never was before. And obviously, it's there's weird. people who are trying to figure out what the fuck it is, where it came from, all that kind of jazz. The one explanation I heard was that they think it's some sort of art installation done by some sort of art student. And then uh, this might have happened maybe two days ago, maybe Friday, maybe Saturday morning. And then mm. I was reading today that it's already gone, like it's disappeared. So weird. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of people who are trying to figure out like some sort of conspiracy behind it. Like who would do this? Like just set it up for one day, leave it, that kind of jazz. I think that from where it is set up, it's a national park yeah. and security and park rangers <clears throat> actually removed it because I think it's some sort of it's just it's not supposed to be there, right? It's like a, it's like violating yeah. the laws of the park. Yeah, I, I really, I'm reading a story right now in the Guardian about it, and it says like when they discovered it on November 18th, they were trying, they were doing a count of bigger sheep. And November that's when they 18th is when they discovered it. That's what this article says. Eleven days ago, I don't. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, and it says it was discovered by the Utah Department of Public Safety, and apparently. It says, this is a quote from it. It says, all that was left in its place was a message written. Oh, wait, what the fuck? Maybe it's, oh, okay, this is after it was gone. And it's all that was written in the sand is, all that was left in place was a message written in the dirt that said, bye, bitch, with a fresh pee stain right next to it. <laughs> okay, th- I don't think that's legitimate. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, maybe Aliens, I read a false dude. article. Dude, seriously, though, like that thing, that fucking monolith, dude, that shit looks like aliens. Like, I, I don't know what you couldn't so, tell me, like, there is no other structure that you could place somewhere that I would think is more alien like than that. So what I've heard, what I'm what I just quickly read about this thing, too, is that people have noticed a couple things about it. It was riveted in somehow. It was it's non-magnetic and it was hollow. Hollow. Do you think it's light then? Because it looks thick as fuck. If it's hollow, it should be it should be a lot lighter than we think it is. I'm not saying it's light, yeah. but I'm saying it's lighter than we think it is. I think initially people are going to assume that it's solid. Yeah, well, that helps That's a little crazy. bit. Yeah, but and like, so let's just say it is aliens. Let's play a little hypothetical here. What do you think's on the box? It's not really a box. Is it made of like metal? It's a it's it's a pillar. It's a pillar that's about the height of two people. So I'm gonna say it's about ten to twelve feet tall. Two people. Holy Holy fuck. Yeah. From the images that I'm looking at right now, unless this is a really really short park ranger. I think it's one of two things. I think it's either like the aliens version of like a juggernaut from Call of Duty, like when they like 
fucking break down the door and he busts <laughs> out and it's just like this dude in heavy armor who can like kill hundreds of people and like just bullets flying off him deflecting everywhere i think it's like their version of a juggernaut or it's like the movie species where do you guys remember that movie species no it's really old i think it's from like late 90s or early 2000s and i actually don't know the plot line very well all i know is that it was like this really attractive blonde woman who was like an alien, uh, I want to say alien. I haven't watched it in so long. 1995. Yeah. And she was like, she would basically seduce other humans. And then once they were in bed, she would like kill them. And like, I don't know if she would convert them to an alien or whatever like that, but that's how she would kill people. And so I could totally see it being that where like fucking like beautiful 12 foot woman breaks down the door and she's just got all these like American Utah guys. I think everyone's Mormon in Utah. All these Mormons just hypnotized with her beauty. <laughs> and then she just like fucking converts an army and takes over all the Mormon population. This movie looks oh. so dumb. <laughs> it's from, the, it it's from 95, dude. That's when we were born. We all look dumb. 5.8 on IMDb. Let's go. I wasn't even <laughs> born yet, dude. I That's have no a, desire to watch I have that. zero respect for IMDb. I was they also not Cabin even born yet. an 8.1, dude. Fuck that. Kevin Wait, in the Woods is a great movie. Kevin in the Woods is an unreal movie. I thought it was ridiculous. No, it is such a good concept. I, I hated it. I I've explained, hated it, it I explained so the concept behind it once to you guys. I'm not going to explain it again. It's a great movie. Oh, don't worry, Raph. We know how good you are with explaining concepts. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how bad you are at understanding concepts. <laughs> I explained, okay, I explained okay. to you three times we were arguing the same thing. Right. You still didn't get it. <laughs> at at 99.4, fuck you, Ralph. Have a good night, everybody. 99.4, see you later, bud. Oh, harder, baby.